Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the MTP Power Rankings show, previewing the week 13 power rankings of the, of the NFL season. I am not DK Sizzle, Dave Clark, and he is not the real DK, Bob Kelly. This is Mike Marcangelo, joined by my guy, Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. We're filling in uh, for the two stalwart, the two workhorses. They deserved a, a week off, uh, and, and we're going to handle the MTP Power Rankings, right? Um, so I, I think the disclaimer here uh, for everyone out there is don't shoot the messenger. We are just relaying the real DK Bob <laughs> Kelly's uh, uh, rankings to you. Uh, right. But before we get into it, into the actual power rankings, Ray, I think, is this your first power ranking show this year? Uh, no, I, I think I, I did one with Bobby a few weeks ago. Um, okay. We did one, on, I think, on a Friday night. He was just like, he's like I need to do a show, man. I was like, I got you. It was like 11 o'clock yeah. tonight. I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me be the first to, to welcome you to a show that's not mine. Put that with that we right. sponsor. It's great to have you back. Um, a couple of you know, there are a couple of contenders on this list uh, that are not mm-hmm. in the top 10. Um, the Browns, the Colts, the Texans, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Bills. Yeah. Out of those contenders, which which are you most surprised about not being in the top 10? And which are you even which are you most surprised about being even listed as possible contenders? So I mean, the, I mean, the bigger name on there is Buffalo, right? Like, obviously, you know, they've had a mini fall from grace, and then they're now standing at six and six. Um, so I'm sure their fan base thinks that the sky is falling up there in, in Orchard Park. Uh, so they have a lot of cause for concern up there, and you know, a lot of talks of like, is the window closing? What's going to happen with Josh Allen? Is it, is the relationship good with Stephon Diggs? So yeah, they they have a lot of questions that they need to answer up there in, in Buffalo. So. Um, Although they're a contender on paper right now because of what the where the record's at, um, they they have some questions that need to be answered before uh, they make a potential postseason run. Uh, but I mean, the Atlanta Falcons still being in it at this at this uh, at this juncture is is wild to me. Um, you know, Arthur Smith, you know, has has found a way to keep that team uh, afloat. Um, and once again, I don't think they're going to make any type of run. But the fact that they're still in contention in week, in week 13 uh, says a lot about what they have going on down there. I do think that they have some talent on that team, obviously, because you can't still be in it without talent. But uh, yeah, Falcons by far the biggest surprise in, in my opinion on there. Uh, you may say otherwise, which is fine. Uh, make, makes good, makes for good, good content. <laughs> um, but yeah, they should be better for sure. 
They should be Who's better, be better though, right? The Falcons. Like you look, you, no, those no fuck Buffalo. <clears throat> we'll talk about them in a second. But yeah, uh, right. uh, the Falcons with with just all the uh, the 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 talent that they have on offense, right? We the uh, yep. John Robinson. You had Drake London. You got Kyle Pitts. You have a backup tight end, John New Smith, who we're familiar with here in, in New England. That is right. actually a serviceable uh, tight end. A pretty good offensive line. They just right. they they don't have a quarterback. You know, they, they have Desmond Ritter, who they started for the first ten games or eleven games of the season or whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. And then they go back. Then they actually go and they start playing their, their guy Taylor Heineke that they paid probably too much for uh, to right. steal him away from the Commanders. And they should be better. Like we're sitting here at their five and six. And you just th- that team should be seven and four, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and the only reason that I think Bobby has them listed as the contenders is, is the fact that they they are undefeated in in, in their division, the three zero yeah. in the division. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean the, the the NFC South is always a a high turnover division. Um, you know, with the exception of when Brady uh, was in these last two years, but um. It was the Saints, but then sometimes it might be the, the Bucks that win. Sometimes it was Carolina that win. So uh, that team, that that division always flip flops. So um, it, it's, it's not a shocker that the team was the quote unquote worst the year before turns around and makes it uh, or becomes the best in the division. So that that's just been a staple of that division. So that that's, that's not a shocker there. Um, I just they need to keep running the ball more. Obviously, uh, everyone knows I feel about Kyle Pitts because I am a Gators fan. So. Um, I, I want to see him become the guy that we saw in Florida and, and then some. Once again, the dude is he could be finish our 2.0 in, in the right system. Really good. Right. And I don't, I don't think that's far fetched to say. Um, that talent is there. And um for whatever reason it hasn't worked under uh Arthur Smith's tutelage, but you know, I'm 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 looking for him eventually to be elsewhere uh to showcase what he can do. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as Buffalo goes. I'll just leave it at this. Uh, after what happened in the AFC title game uh, against Patrick Mahomes, uh, the or was that the end? Was that the divisional game a couple of years back? But it was one of the two. I think it was a divisional game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, Buffalo, it, yeah. it was either divisional. It was, yeah, no, yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, divisional. Yep. Yep. So uh, the NFL changed the overtime rules um, to make sure that mm-hmm. you know just because Josh Allen and that what happened in that in that sixteen or twenty four second uh, uh, game happened. Um, and now Josh Allen is 0 and 6 in overtime since. Like, right. he, he ain't clutch. He, I don't, and I think that this is going to sound unfair. Um, even though he believes the offense runs through him and he has to make every single play, what we've learned throughout his entire career so far is that, and not cutting time, he gets smaller. Yep. He can't do it. And there are others like uh, Jalen Hurts that rise to the occasion, Patrick Mahomes yep. that rise, to, Joe Burrow that rise to the occasion. Um, I don't because we're guests. I don't think that we have the ability to to cross people off the list. But I do have uh, from an inside source uh, to keep the, with the tradition going and to cut. Right. We we can officially uh, as as we are recording the show on Wednesday, November 29th, officially remove the Bengals from contention and from the power rankings. We're banishing them. Mm. Um, wow. that's from Bob. That's from Bobby. Uh, the I think the Joe Burrow. I, I get injury, it though. It sucks, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, the Joe Burrow injury in and of itself did it. And then you saw the ramifications of that injury when they, they go out and they lose a stinker to the Bengal, uh, to the Steelers 16-10 to 10 last week. Uh, their right. offense is putrid um, without Joe. And I just uh, – that, right. that division is right. also too good for, for that team to win it. 
Um, But let's get into the power rankings. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, DK and uh, and the real PK, Bob Kelly, did last last week is they started they started talking a little bit about uh, the rankings and then how they would fare. You know, what's their path to the to a Super Bowl, their path to a championship? Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, at number 10, uh, Bob Kelly has the Denver Broncos, the five. What what once was a one in five team has now run uh, run off five wins in a row. They sit there at six and five, and the the number ten spot. So, are you surprised that that we're in week thirteen of this NFL season and we're talking about the Broncos as a top ten team? Uh yeah. I mean, listen, we we were making jokes galore when you know they gave up seventy to the Miami Dolphins earlier in the season and. You know, uh, rightfully so. I was getting clowned for my let Russ cook takes because I was very high on the move last year when the trade happened in the offseason. And obviously, you know, he, he was on himself all year and, um, you know, things that kind of, uh, well, not kind of, they, they had fell all the way uh, <laughs> off the face of the earth last, last season. But, you know, and it looked like the same thing was happening this year. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, you know, they get the win against Kansas City, get the win in, in Buffalo on the field goal. Um, should be told they got screwed in that Washington game earlier this year. That was that was a PI that should have been called. Um, so you know that they're, they're really they 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 could be seven and four too. <laughs> you know what I'm yep. saying? Like even even with that performance, so it, it just goes to show that uh, maybe Sean Payne is not as washed up as people think he was as a coach, um, and Russ maybe isn't washed as washed up as people said he was either. And once again, people can say, oh, the schedule softened up or whatever it may be. Once again, people got the Chiefs potentially going back to the Super Bowl. People had uh, Buffalo maybe getting at least to the division round and back to the conference championship. So when you have those two wins there, you can't call this off. And once again, it is too hard to get a win in the NFL on a weekly basis, sometimes twice a week if you're playing on a Thursday or Friday, to just to, to kind of dismiss it and say, well, or it was a weak opponent, or was this and that? It's too it's too hard to win a game. And once again, yeah. as those that as those that live as resident uh, New England fans, we're finding that out this this year where you know it's hard, it's hard wins are hard to come by. So I, I I won't dismiss that that narrative anymore. Where it's like oh like well it was a soft schedule. No, it, it, it's hard to win, and you got to figure it out. The goals are go one and zero every week, and that's what they've done for the last five. And they they deserve to be at that number ten spot. You could argue. They could be uh, at number eight, and we'll talk about what number eight is uh, shortly, but I feel like them and the number eight team uh, could swap just based off this week alone. Once again, not for the whole season, but just for where, where it's currently disrupted. Yeah, I, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I think my biggest point of contention uh, with, uh, with the power rankings this week would be um, in the nine or ten spot. We'll talk about nine, but uh, with the Broncos, uh, the run that they've been on the last five weeks, obviously five and oh, uh, I, I think that we had this thought based on what we were hearing from Sean Payton and, and all the media pundits that they, that they would be here uh, before the season started. And then right. we saw the first six weeks of the season, we're thinking, holy shit, like this is terrible. He forgot how to coach and Russ ain't cooking. He is cooked. And what we've seen is that aside from that, you know, that 70 point debacle in my, well, with Miami, this mm-hmm. defense is good. And the offense, right. it's, it's not, it, it's not complex, but it's efficient. And, right, exactly. and and Russ can lead it. Um, 
So in, in, in thinking about talking about like the path to a championship, it's interesting because it brings us again, you know, this week they're playing who I think should be on the power rankings list, the Houston Texans, who are also sitting there at six and five. Uh, and I think they should be on uh, the power rankings list only because no one in their right goddamn mind would have picked them to be uh, uh, in contention this far in. I also, I also think that you and Bobby picked the AFC uh, this past year in the prediction show, and you had the mm-hmm. Texans somewhere around two to three wins. Right, correct. Yep. So, yep. so as far as the Broncos go, um, what do you think that their path to an actual championship or to a pl- to a deep playoff run is? Do they have it, or is this going to be something that if they make it, they're going to get blown out in the first round? Uh, probably, probably the latter. You know, I, I don't think this is where they go on a deep run. I think, obviously, I know people will say, well, that, that doesn't mean much if you're just getting there and then you end up losing. But once again, for you to go one and five, once again, I remember a quarterback about 11 or 12 years ago that started one and four, and then he comes in and starts, you know, it's, it becomes T-ball mania. They go seven and four the rest of the way, win a playoff game against Pittsburgh and, and the first overtime rules uh, back, back then in 2011. So, you know, maybe maybe it's a similar path that way where they win a wild card game and then they they lose in the division round. Honestly, I think from where they started, that would be a success, honestly. And I know, you know, Denver has won what three Super Bowls in their franchise history. So and they've been to maybe six or seven. So I get it, right? If you get there, they they expect to win it. And I I, I or you get to the players, you expect to win it. I get that. Um I'm just not sure if they're better than the Baltimore's, Kansas City's, um, or you know, or any other team in the NFC. Uh, just at the top of the food chain. So, um, yeah, but yeah, success to me would look like them getting to the playoffs and then potentially winning uh, a game at the most uh, two. But uh, the AFC is stacked, and we know that. So uh, there's there's a gauntlet they got to run through for that to even be uh, a suggestion. Yeah, it's hard to do this without without spoiling the rest of the list. But just knowing what you know, the insider right. information that you have, do you mm-hmm. see the Broncos with the ability to to beat any of the teams above them uh, on this list without naming them uh, in, in the playoff game? Yeah, uh, I think the team that's at three, I believe, if um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that the team that's three is the AFC team um, or four ones. I, I can't uh, remember, but um, that team I fully believe can be beaten. Um, by them, because once again, I just said, well, it it wouldn't be at, at, at Investor or Mile High, whatever that stadium was called now, out there in Denver. Uh, Den- <laughs> That's how you know the message, right? Den- Den- Denver, the Denver's. Wait, what up, Craig? <laughs> Denver's, baby. Uh, <laughs> um, and that's for the OG listeners there. You know about the Denver's. But uh, yeah, I, I think today, yeah, this is a team they can beat, um, you know, just because, you know, that particular team hasn't had great playoff success as of late. So, um, you know, that is possible. And once again, any given Saturday, any given Sunday, someone's going to get beat. That's right. And it wouldn't be a, a show that's normally uh, hosted by uh, Bobby and DK and talking about the, the Broncos if I didn't if I didn't say this next piece. Um, looks like, you know, Sean Payton, the man that's known for having the Python in his pants, can still coach. Uh, and number nine, uh, number nine, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I love it. who who seem to have found their uh, their offense after firing their offensive coordinator. Um, mm-hmm. They are sitting there at seven and four. It, it still it didn't look as bad this past week as it has uh, in, mm-hmm. in, in most weeks, but right. they are a bad seven and four team um, in my opinion. What what are your thoughts on you know the Steelers pick up the win against obviously the uh, the uh, 
the Bengals without mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, without T. Higgins. Uh, how do you feel about where they sit in the power rankings and 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 about their potential to make a, a playoff run? This, I mean, but this is just what Mike Tomlin does. Like, we, I mean, I know we joked about them being a bad lemon team a couple of years ago, um, but that was where you know Ben Ben literally on on, on his last leg, right? So, and then you know they end up losing to Baker Mayfield in the playoffs, which, which was crazy. Um, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I, I. I I, I don't know if I could doubt Mike Tomlin any longer. Like, once again, does this mean that he's going to get his second Super Bowl in Pittsburgh? Probably not. Once again, just other teams that are, are ahead of them. But once again, they they are always coached well. They're always going to play hard. And they always play for the betterment of the team. So when you have that mentality and you still have that I'll run through the wall for my coach, uh, you know, personality, they, they disguise the limit, really. And once again, they I think, I don't know, I seen something with Deontay Johnson. I don't know if he got in trouble, but I know I guess his, his effort wasn't there Sunday, so he he talked about that. So you got him back. You got you got Pickens. You got Najee Harris. So like they have pieces there. Once again, Kenny Pickett does not send the world on fire as of now. Um, but you know Pittsburgh has always had a identity of we're gonna run the ball down your throat and then we're gonna play a great defense, right? So that's how they've gotten there. Once again, the point differential. Um, you know, has hasn't been great for them, obviously, which is why, uh, you know, they, they let go or relieve Matt Canada of, of his duties, uh, right before the holiday. You know, so you know, here's a turkey leg and here, here's, here's your Walker papers at the same damn time. Um, so that that's, <laughs> that's a tough scene. <laughs> um, but yeah, seven to four, seven to four, man, and um, you know, they they continue to find ways. And once again, I I, I can't doubt Mike Tomlin anymore. He he is a hell of a coach, hell of a leader, and um. You know, they, they're going to be a tough out forever. They, you know, face and it makes me sick to say that being a Patriots fan, but, you know, we have to give credit where it's due. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, conventional wisdom would say that uh, they, they're not going to beat anybody in a shootout. But then you mm-hmm. also have to argue that their defense is, is not going to allow a shootout to occur. Right. Like, they, they will keep them in games. And now it's a matter of do you think that this team can score anywhere between 17 and 24 points? And I, I, I think uh, in the previous incarnation with their, uh, with their offensive coordinator, that was, that was in doubt. Yeah. I, you could see it, you know, uh, uh, with, with Johnson back, uh, who knows what, what, uh, what George Pickens is going to do uh, the, the rest of the season. They got their tight end back. They have a, they have a dual threat at running back. Um, Najee Harris, uh, it looks like he's mm-hmm. actually react, reacting to having some competition now because uh, right. he went off. He went off against uh, against the Bengals um so I, listen I think for uh, I'm just gonna say this as a as a true Patriot fan for everyone that used to say like Bill Belichick is here and Mike Tomlin is here you're wrong Belichick doesn't have winning seasons without a great quarterback and Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season right. <laughs> so like right. yeah that's just right. exactly. scoreboard right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and once again it, it, it pains me and once again, I, I made comments early in the year, and I still stand by that. That when it has mattered most, they have they have not beat us. Um, but congratulations, I have a spoiler alert for you. When we face them in a couple of weeks, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Pickett will look like Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> and Cam Hayward is going to look like me, Joe Green, and LC Greenwood, and it's going to be a problem. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm already giving. So so DK. Bobby, you're welcome. We already gave you a prediction for a couple of weeks. <laughs> they said they're going to be higher on the power rank and 
because they're going to be just 49 to 17. <laughs> and, all, like, and also, oh, the joke, they're, playing the, they're playing the Cardinals this week. It's not an oh, easy yeah. of an, as it, as it was before uh, Kyler came but, back, but they, they shouldn't be listening yeah. to that team. Um, no. Number eight, I think this one uh, is a little surprising for me. Uh, just because of where they are, mm-hmm. they definitely should, should be on this list. Uh, yep. But I think that they should be a little bit higher. Is the Lions of Detroit, the team that I picked to win the NFC uh, back in 2020? So I was, like, yeah. I, was, I, was <laughs> I was definitely really, really early. Nostradamus, some would say. Um, it feels like they should be a bit higher on this list, right, Ray? So not once again, we're going by the week. So if we're so for this week because they lost to Green Bay, right? They they to me they should flip flop for where Denver was. I feel like Denver should be an eight. Detroit should okay. be um just just for once again we're going by week we're not saying what team was better we know Detroit has been and I think before they lost they were eight two for the first time since uh JFK uh was walking around with Marilyn Monroe um <clears throat> and uh so you know so it, it, it was it was good it was good to see that so um yeah sorry spoiler for those that didn't that didn't know that sorry uh <laughs> um you know go go back Google Agassiz whatever can can be your friend. Um, but yeah, the Detroit Detroit's been been awesome this year. The the play of Jared Goff, the play of Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jamar Gibbs seems to be, you know, kicking it in, into high gear. David Montgomery has been an awesome uh, you know, combo back for them. So yeah, they have pieces there officially. Sam LaPorta, uh their their rookie tight end, um, has made them not miss TJ Hawkinson too much. So yeah, they they've done a lot of good things. Uh you know, a lot of things right down there in in in, in Detroit, Michigan. So, um, you know, it's, it's, there's a loss coming for that fan base because they've had a lot of uh, heartbreak more than most. Um, and I think, you know, I felt like Thursday the lights got a little too bright, even though they always play on Thanksgiving. But once again, it was expected for them to win. It was expected to be not necessarily a blowout, but you know, at least win by by ten points. And once again, you got to throw out Rob. Rob, Rob Rivalry games happen. You have to throw that out. And that's what Green Bay came to play. You know, they're still in contention as well uh, in, in the NFC. You know, they're in the hunt. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's what happened there. So, yeah, I would flip them from eight down to 10. But like I said, ne- nevertheless, they're still having a great season. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, uh, Jordan Love picked the right time to have the best game of his career. And, right. and, to, and right. to throw, you know, a career high three touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, they jumped out to that uh, to that early big lead, and you were like, "Okay, well, Detroit's going to come back, right? They're going to come back," and mm-hmm. they didn't. Um, I think maybe maybe the lights too bright, but again, you think about last year against Aaron Rodgers and what was his last game at, at Lambeau Field, and Detroit before that game started, they didn't know if, if it was going to matter for them to get into the playoffs. Obviously, then uh, it didn't. Then it didn't matter, but they played their asses off, right? Because uh, that that team is behind Dan Campbell. Um, and honestly, on this list, this is the first team uh, that I can say well, when looking at the, at the teams that are ranked above them. On any given Sunday or Saturday, to your point, I think that they could take any of the teams. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, sure. For sure. As, as, especially offensively, like they, once again, they, they just wrote the best. Once again, they were a top 10 offense last year. I believe they're in the same uh, categories this year, but they're in the top 10 in categories that matter most. So, yeah, like you said, yeah, any 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 given time, you know, they they can uh teams can fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Trick with them, so no no doubt. Uh at number seven, we have, and again, this is such a like if you would have told me that three years ago that this is gonna be the 
<laughs> these teams are going to be on the power rankings. I would have just mm-hmm. thrown up everywhere. Uh, number seven, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars who are sitting there mm-hmm. at eight and three. Um, they're, I feel like they are a very underrated, not really talked about eight and three team, which, mm-hmm. which kind of blows my mind when you think about it, right? Because they, they're coming off of a 24 21 uh, victory against the Houston Texans, the, the, I guess oh. the Cinderella story, the underdogs of the NFL. Right. And they they did what they needed to, to do to win that game. The Texans missed a, a late field goal, but Trevor Lawrence went off. I mean, three, 364, a TD, uh, ETN. I mean, he, he didn't light it up uh, rushing, but that team just felt like the weapons on the team between Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, ETN, uh-huh. uh, Trevor Lawrence. Like, we should be talking about them a little bit better than we are why do you think that uh nationally or even here at mtp we aren't the, the market uh, uh, this is is, is that simple and i i, I don't want to make it sound over, over simple or i mean or oversimplify excuse me if i can speak correctly um i i just think yeah and it's the market they're in and once again duval county shout out to duval what up what up hey, hey shannon <laughs> so shout, shout out to duval shout out to duval uh you know kind of like they they love they love the jaguars out there um, but it's like, it's really just like, just Jacksonville, maybe a little bit, some people in Georgia, um, but they don't have a strong fan base. Once again, most of their fans are in over in London because Tony Khan was taking them over to, you know, to, to London. So, um, that's part of it. And then, you know, I just think that, you know, um, they've had some teams like this before, but they haven't really been this good or maybe somewhat dominant since we were, you know, children. So, for those that don't remember the Jaguars when they came out in the mid '90s, you know you had this guy Mark Bunnell. Uh, you had a guy from 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 the from the University of Florida. My guy Fred 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 Taylor, um, Kenan McCardell, Jimmy Smith, Tony Baselli was leading that um that that offensive line. Brad Meester later on with uh, Byron Leftwich. So they've had some people come through there, but you know this new iteration of, of Jacksonville, um, you know T. T Lawrence has been been awesome, like you said. Uh, and it's funny, remember. People was pounding that Christian Kirk signing, right? Remember, four years under similar, it was like, yo, you know, why would you give him that much money coming over from from Arizona? But you know, he he has fit the bill, and you know, he he's turned to Captain Kirk. You know, shout out shout out to Star Wars. So you know, I, I just think that he um, <laughs> shout out to fucking Star Wars, Star Trek, dude. Star Trek, you... Star Wars, Star whatever. Um, you know, either way. Um, you know, I'm sure someone was listening like, oh, he's so you know, he doesn't know his stuff. Yeah, I don't. You're right. Um, you know, but you, you couldn't come do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so okay, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to make money. Not friends. Right. <laughs> now, now, now see you, baby. But, uh, yeah. So, but no, I, I, I just think that, you know, maybe, maybe teams, maybe not teams, but maybe, uh, pundits would maybe do like a wait and see with them. Um, but nevertheless, you know, Hey, here we are. We're talking about them and we're giving them the just due. And, um, you know, they, they're, they're on the rise for sure. Yeah, I also feel like that's another team. Uh, that I don't think that the that the Jaguars could beat everybody on this list, but I do think you know seven out of the ten teams, or uh, sorry, seven out of the uh, six out of the nine that remain, uh, aside from them, I think mm-hmm. they'd be the favorites in the in the in the in, in the playoff right. in, in the playoff right. game. And it could be interesting, right? We could be talking now uh, or later this year about a deep playoff run for the Jaguars, the the Lions, yeah. and then these next individuals sitting at number six. The mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins, who yep. are coming off of a Black Friday victory uh, over the 
<laughs> over the, the New York Jets, who for all, I mean, I laugh because their offense is, it reminds me of our offense in New England right now, mm-hmm. but it's, it's just a little bit better. Um, say what you want. That defense is still good. And when I say right. good, I mean like top 10. And you get Tua, Mostert, and, uh, and you know, uh, Reek and Waddle just running fucking rampant over them. I mean, 34-13, you know, Jalen Waddle has eight catches for a, like a buck 15. And Tyree Kill still catches touchdowns. You get you get uh, a ninety nine uh, a ninety nine yard interception <laughs> like pick six. The team, uh, I think, the biggest knock on them for me is that they don't beat other good teams. Right, right. They're going to have to at some point in time, especially if you believe uh, if you believe in a deep playoff run. I do think that this team offensively has the ability um, to do that. Uh, but I think after this week, they should be sitting at nine and three because the commanders mm. shouldn't pose a threat. Um, right. But what are your what are your thoughts on them at at, at number seven, uh, number six? And do you think that they could contend with the five teams above them? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to help you at the right time. Obviously, you know, uh, Jalen Ramsey had played or made his debut against uh, the Patriots a few weeks back, and so he, he's trying to get his legs back. He's, he's had a couple of picks and he's made some. Uh, impactful plays as he as he usually does from that position, um, but the reason why I think eventually they may be a team to be reckoned with is not because of the past game. Because once again, when things get cold and the, the wind gets involved, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to throw it all over the field, right? And you know they don't have a they obviously you have Tyreek Hill, you have you have Waddle, but you know they're, they're not a when I said what I mean, go get them somebody. You're not gonna be able to just throw it up and then they can just go. Uh, go leap up and get it like how like how Moss and you know Tio used to do back in the day. Um, nevertheless, they they their philosophy philosophy stems from San Francisco. They want to run the ball to set up the pass. So yeah. as long as Mostert, you know, uh, you know, a a chance you know eventually comes back um, from his injury. Um, Jeff Wilson, who, who was there for who they got for San Francisco last season, you know, as long as they they use that trio effectively. Um, they'll be able to control time of possession, and then now it's about making stops. Now, the Taylor Phillips injury—that's a big loss. Um, you know, you never want to lose someone of that caliber this late in the season. Um, but excuse me, offensively, that has been their calling card. So hopefully, they find a way to figure it out. Um, but yeah, they—they're gonna—they're going to, like you said, they're going to figure it out at some point to be a team that. Um, is above the minutes rankings. Like I said, well, we'll speak about the teams that are ahead of them, uh, you know, as the show progresses. But yeah, um, offensively, they're definitely the scariest team in, in, in this list for sure. Um, because they, they can get 40 on you in a, in a blink of an eye. Um, so well, we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. But yeah, they, they but, got some work to do to be, to be taken seriously in, in the future. I think to your point, though, right about uh, how when it gets cold, it gets harder, it, it gets harder to throw those deep balls and. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, you would see guys like T.O. And, and Randy. You know, I think Randy's an anomaly just because of who the quarterback was. But you see right. those big receivers tend to have uh, lower impacts or lesser impacts in, uh, you know, in December and January. But what I would, uh, what I would say about uh, their, the Dolphins' offense is most of their yards are y- yards after catch. Like, Tua, this isn't a knock on him, so I hope, like, don't take it that way. But yeah. he's throwing... 10 yard outs, 15 yard slants or 
10 yard mm-hmm. ends and, and Waddle and Hill are doing the rest. So it's almost like they have five running backs mm. <laughs> because it's, yeah. it's, it's a short passing game that their speed allows them uh, to turn into a, a, you know, a deep passing game. And then right. Tyreek's used to playing in cold weather. I mean, he, he, he made his money in, uh, in, uh, in Kansas city. This right. ain't gonna be him. So as, as someone who lived down there, um, your blood thins out. <laughs> so yeah. they 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 need they need home field advantage, and they're not going to get it because they're not going to be the one seed, uh, most likely. So, um, it, it's, it's different playing at Hard Rock, <laughs> was was the very next stadium, very next area. You know, you got the Sonic over there, you got the Cigar Lounge. Like it's it's very very, very beautiful, very beautiful. <laughs> it's hard coming from university <laughs> that you're going to play, and you know. I don't know, like uh, maybe coming up and play in Gillette, if that was the case, or so you're playing in another cold area or area stadium. So um, it, it's hard, but luckily, most of the teams that play in cold weather aren't doing that great this year. <laughs> so right. they, they, I may, mean, it, they may be all right. If the season like were to end today, right? I mean, I, th- I think the Dolphins would be hosting one of the AFC North teams or, or the Bills, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so. It, so it they'll they'll have one home game, for sure. Right, right, yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. And you know your blood gets thick if you're in the cold weather. Then you go down and you're sweating your balls off, and and in ninety degree weather yep. and hundred percent humidity, the same yep. thing applies. Um, let's let's spend a little time on number fives, sir. Bobby's Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are also eight and three. Uh, I, I would say that they are the most talked about eight and three team, not just here, uh, but also nationally, mm-hmm. because everyone, it feels like everyone's waiting uh, for uh, the bottom to fall out. Yep. And, and for Dak to make, you know, that next big mistake. What I'll say is that so far he, he's heard the criticism and he's gotten better. Right. Yep. I mean, uh, 45, 45 points. On the commanders now, the commanders ain't shit. Like they beat us, but like we know, we, like in the grand scheme of things, right? Uh, uh, for the upper echelon uh, NFL teams, they're nothing. But Dak throws for three thirty-one and four touchdowns. I mean, he looked great, absolutely yeah. great this game. Um, but again, like convince me, they haven't beaten anybody with a winning record. Like, why should we believe in them? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that's a valid point. But I, I will say it looks like right now that Dak Prescott has turned the corner. Like, and once again, re- regardless of opponent, there was times when he didn't play well against the same opponent. So if, if, if we're going to get on him from when he didn't play well against the opponents, I got to give him credit for actually taking care of business and looking great while taking care of business, right? Because you can, he could have came up there with 17 to 22, 175, a touchdown. You'd have been like, okay, still same old Dak game manager but to come up there and put up gaudy stat numbers um and once again and blow these teams out the water like they they've put up 40 in the last four weeks like uh, 40 plus on, on their reporters the last four weeks so yes have, have the caliber of opponent um been some part sure and once again I, but it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning about you know it, it's, it is hard to get a win in the nfl it's hard so any given time, any given Sunday, like Saturday, Tuesday, Monday, whatever, um, a team can beat your ass. Pl- plain and simple. And Dallas said, nope, 
when y'all come into AT&T Stadium, when y'all come into Jerry World, you know, you're leaving with a souvenir cup and an ass whooping. And that, that's, what's been, that's what's been happening. <laughs> um, in their, you know, in their yeah. last five games, mm-hmm. in their last five games, they have put up 40 points three times. Crazy. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the other was uh, obviously 33 uh, to 10. Uh, but, the, you know, they lost against the Eagles. But, like, if you just look at their – ever since that Eagles loss against the Giants, 49-17. Panthers, yep. 33-10. Commanders, 45-10. So, like, I am the biggest asshole to Bobby when it comes to the Cowboys. But if we're just mm-hmm. – I can say this because he's not here. And uh, I, I won't have to hear his response. This is probably the best – Cowboys team that we have seen in 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 quite a long time because yeah. even when they were when they went what was it 14 and 2 a couple years ago yep. their defense wasn't good that was all offense this right. team like the this team scored 70 points in the first two weeks and the majority of that was on defense yep yep so they're yeah. going to be a I real mean, tough yeah. out yeah i mean yeah real tough out they i mean they i mean listen uh Deron Bland has been sensational from the safety position. Um, you know, congrats to him in that record on, on, on Thursday as well. Uh for most INTs returned. Um I could I could have sworn Ryder Woodson or you know somebody else at Ryan Lot that had that, but um and maybe he did have to break he, he just ended up breaking it. So uh shout, shout out to him. But yeah, um eventually they will miss you know trade digs eventually. Um you know it, it just may it just may not show up until the playoff time once again uh, there's team, there's teams on this list that they're going to have to see, um, and you know once again if, if they run the ball well, it's still a story. Um, I still I still would even though we've been praising Dak, I still wouldn't want to put it solely on his shoulders to 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 win the game. But at some point, your quarterback has to be the reason why you win, and he hasn't been he he wasn't always the reason why they lost, but he has to steal your line. He has he has always been the reason why they've won. So. Um, right now he's in that mold, but it has to be seen come January. And their path, you know, their path to the playoffs and the path to a championship. You know, they uh, this week it's not it's it's their biggest test in a while. Uh, Thursday night football for those listening, you know, that's happening tonight. If you're listening on a Thursday, if you're listening on Friday. It already happened, so doesn't matter what we say. But they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Hit the games at home, so that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. The Seahawks are six and five. They we know that they're very well coached. We know that they are uh, uh, their offense could put up points, mm-hmm. and I like this is a good test. This is a, this right. is a, a week where you say, you know what? For all those people out there that say we can't be the team with the winning record, fuck off, because we're about right. to. Right. Do yeah, you, I mean, do you have yeah, faith right. that, they, that they will make a deep playoff run? Well, Seattle or Dallas? Dallas. Dallas. Uh, I mean, yeah, and it's possible. I mean, once again, it, it depends on where. Like if they end up being like the three or four seed, then you know potentially. Um, obviously, everyone's gunning for the one seed because that's the only seed that gets the bye week. But um, yeah, it, it, football's always massive, and styles make fights. And uh, once again, I think if they give the ball to Tony Pollard um, heavily, whether it's uh, you know catching out the backfield or, or running, um, they 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 have a shot. And um, they they're at a point now the run has to start to pass. Um, I would not put it in Dak's hand. 50, 60 times. You have to have balance. So if Dak's going to throw about 35 times, Tony probably needs 25 attempts. And if they do that, then they, they essentially can get to at least to the NFC Championship game for the first time 
um, you know, since, since, since Bo, Bo Clan was in office. Let me just pose you this question, because if the season were to end today, the Cowboys mm-hmm. playoff, the, the Cowboys first playoff game would be in Santa Clara against the 49ers. You, so at, at some point you got to set a beast, right? At, at some point it's going to happen, right? Last two times, obviously they've, they've come in there and, and they've beat you, right? Um, at some point <laughs> you got to say to beat a man, <laughs> you got to beat the man, you know? That's right. And it's, 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 it's long overdue. Once again, I get it. Uh, you know, Larry Allen, Troy Aikman, Emma Smith, Michael Irvin, uh, you know, they knew and them boys ain't walking to the door. I get it. I get it. Um, but Michael Parsons is there. You know, Lane Venderesh is there. Um, you know, Zach Martin is there. Paul is there. Pat, so you you got your new wave of stars there. Make it happen. And once again, po- podcast Micah, podcast B, <laughs> the other podcast B, <laughs> you, you, you can't. Once again, you turn into Draymond in the NFL. Well, you, you, you're more talented than Draymond. It's like, <laughs> it's like you're turning into Draymond. <laughs> where you're, 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 ta- you're talking... You know, you're talking a lot of good stuff. Once again, love, love, love his, love his rants, love his takes. He's a very sound and an articulate brother. So I, I enjoy his content. However, at some point, the talking has to stop, and that game is won within them white lines, brother. So, uh, you, you better figure it out. Um, or as, or as my grandmother said, God rest his soul, boy, you better get right before you get left. So they, 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 they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. So and that, that was the case. I, I hope it's that because once again it makes for cinema, um, it, it makes for that drama there. So I I hope that we get that matchup and and whatever round, um, because eventually like I said the dance set of these. So for the for the top four teams, uh, we're gonna try and, and keep up with the tradition uh, that Bobby and, and DK have set forward. So at four we have the Baltimore Ravens. At three we have the Kansas Kansas City Chiefs. Two, we have the San Francisco 49ers. And spoiler alert, surprise, you know, hot take. Number one, we have the one loss Philadelphia Eagles. So two AFC teams, two NFC teams. Yep. If the Chiefs and the Ravens play each other for an AFC title game, who wins that game? I'm you know, I'm going with both sports this time. I and the reason why I say that is it's it's the same thing I just said about that. It is time. in Kansas City. In Kansas City. Okay, we have seen them lose to Kansas City a, a couple of times last last few years in, in the playoffs. Um, if doable. And I think that is it a hardest task? Absolutely, because they they play out of their minds out there. So I I don't wanna make it seem like it's impossible or it, it can't happen. But yeah, they they for sure play different out there at Airhead for sure. Um, but it's the same thing we just talked about with Dak. It is time once again to beat a man. I beat him, right? So once again, we we were a few years ago, when when they started to get that rivalry started, oh, and the the the, the so called rivalry was about to start, people were wondering, who who are you? Are you, are you team? Are you team Lamar? Are you team Mahomes? And yeah, obviously, right away we saw that Mahomes was head and shoulders, not above not not above just Lamar, but you know everyone else in the league. Uh, right now, I won't say that's the case. Obviously, Pat Mahomes to me is still the best quarterback in the league, but um, other teams are starting to catch up, other players are starting to catch up. And I think for me, I think Lamar's had a really good season. Baltimore obviously has had a really good season. And I think that, yeah, if they I, I think it's time. And once again, this may not be a time they do this every, every, every year, every single year. But once again, to get to that point and for people to start looking at Lamar in a different light, I think this is the year they, they actually get that done. So interesting fact that I'm sure that you know because you you know you know everything. 
Do you know that since <laughs> become, becoming a starter in the, in the league, Patrick Mahomes has not played a playoff game outside of Arrowhead? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. That's fucking wild. So it's for I that mean, reason. I, I, feel like that, I feel like that was... Oh, no, that, that wasn't very early on because they, they went on the road, but... Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, that's they it. went on the road up, uh, their entire 2001, aside from the uh, the, uh, the the Raiders game. game. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they, yeah. They, went to, they went to Pittsburgh. But then from then on, it was pretty much uh, yeah, until sure. 2005. But um, Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead, unless you are Joe Burrow, what we've seen. Or Tom Brady. Or Tom Brady. Yeah. Or Tom mm-hmm. Brady it doesn't, you know, it, 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 it doesn't work. But I, I, I do think that this is the best that we've ever seen Lamar play. And we talked about it yes. a couple of weeks ago, um, but it's worth mentioning, mentioning again. Um, we always knew he could throw. We always knew he could run, right? right? The thing about it was is that could he hit guys when they needed to be hit and not just run around the pocket for 10 seconds and then right. obviously like it's blown coverage. The decisiveness for which he's throwing this year, like he sh- it sh- he's telling the entire league, like this, this is – this is what I'm going to be. Right. And like, you should fear him. Uh, but this is Patrick Mahomes AFC until, uh, un, you know, until we say it isn't until he says it isn't. And, and, Bur- and Burrow's on, he's on the men. He's, he's, no, on, he's but, on the- yeah, that's, that's fair. But remember, we, we used to feel the same way about Tom. We were right. We were right. But Manning got in there a couple of times. Flacco beat him. A couple of times, um, Eli Manning got control. Oh, well, I was talking about the AFC, but it's like team, teams within the AFC got them a couple of times. It was it wasn't often, <laughs> but 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 they got them. So any any given moment, it it, it could happen. Um, so I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if if, if this was the year that it happened. Um, and for those that have been listening to us from the beginning, uh, first we say thank you, but second. That is that is high praise for Mr. Mark Angelo to talk about Lamar Jackson because him, you know, if if, if y'all don't know, if, if if you know, he like he likes to get Bobby fired up, but I, I'm number two. I'm right behind. It. He loves to get me fired up and say certain things, whether he means it or not. Um, and we have gone back was and forth plenty of times about was I wrong? Uh, was I wrong? Was I wrong? Was you wrong about Lamar? I mean, he was already MVP. It's not like he was a scrub, and that, that's what used to piss me off. It was like we were talking like this man was a scrub, and I'm like, whoa, like. Yeah, should should he have won the playoffs? Absolutely. That that I I was not disputing that. But I was like, this man could play this game. Like he could play quarterback. He's not just some running back who throws it every now and then running the uh, running the wildcat. This man that was a former MVP. Respect this man. And too many weren't doing that. So um, I like I said, I think now people are seeing what I what I what I felt a few years ago. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, he, of course, he, he it's, it's like like you said, not not uh. Nut check time. It's time. It's it's time for him to to show to step up or step aside, and we're, we're gonna find out later on in the playoffs for sure. All right. So we'll you, you have the Ravens uh, beating the Chiefs. If that was the AFC title game, I yep. differ. I had the Chiefs beating the Ravens because just because mm-hmm. of where where it's being played and who Patrick yep. Mahomes is. Um, so then we have one and two. We have the Eagles and the 49ers. NFC title game. That's gonna be if if, if this was the list, right? Mm-hmm. NFC title game in uh, in Philly. Who wins? I, I I think it's redemption time. I'm big on that this year. I, I'm I'm going with San Francisco. Um, I I think once again we we we've seen when they're at full strength, they dominate. 
It's just, it's just that simple. And once again, Philly's been great. Philly's been awesome. And, you know, it'd be a hell of a story um, if, they, if they were to, you know, figure it out and get it done uh, after how they went out last year uh, in, in that game. But I just think the way, listen, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayu, uh, Kittle, um, Fred Warner, um, you know, obviously the additions of Chase Young, like it, it, it's, it's too much, it's too much. Like that, that them boys, them boys are serious. <laughs> and, you know, um, I, I just think that, you know, they're in the back of their minds, they're like, yo, and once again, they went on a whole apology tour about it. So they, they trust me, they're thinking about it. Um, they want, they want Philadelphia and they shouldn't want them because they say, well, you know, well, hell, if we were healthy, we would have been there against Kansas City last year, not y'all. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all in on that. And I think that San Francisco would win in that championship game. Uh, whether it's that, uh, I was about to say candlestick, <laughs> showing my age. Uh, Le- it's, the Levi. Link. it's the link. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying whether it was at Levi Stadium or at, um, at, at the link. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, then you have the Ravens against the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Who wins that mm-hmm. game? San Francisco. Yeah, okay. San Francisco. And then Pur- Purdy, Purdy you know, gets pushed into that, uh, that echelon uh, that they were already trying to push him into last season. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, San Francisco wins it. Yep. So here's why I'm, I'm going to disagree with you, again, on, on, on your pick for the NFC, not just for content purposes, uh, but for I actually believe this. Um, the Eagles are 11-1, and one, uh, right? Is that, yeah, ten, right? ten and one right now, yeah. Ten, ten and let's, one. Let, let, let's let's for your foreshadowing. <laughs> Soon to be 11 and 1. Um, yeah. Jalen Hurts, his completion percentage and mm-hmm. his quarterback rating goes up in games where the Eagles are trailing in the second half. Mm. He gets better. Brock yeah. Purdy's goes Brock Purdy's goes down. Mm. Now that you know, everyone always says like you can make stats into whatever you want, but that 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 shows something. That when right. the moment doesn't get too big for Jalen Hurts, and I think that we that we could see a game where you know the Eagles, uh, it's the Eagles Niners, and the Niners are up fourteen points or ten points going uh, going into midway through the third quarter, and then Philly starts cooking because right. that I think the addition of uh, of Swift uh, for that Philly offense is is a game changer for the same reason that I think mm-hmm. that Chase Young's addition to the 49ers defense is a game changer. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He is exactly. someone that, that that they did not have last year that has fully adopted their offense, and is is it is a game changer. Not to mention, uh, uh, oh, of course I for, I forgot. Uh, help me out here. Number six, number six. Oh, uh, De- De- Devontae Smith. Yeah, not to mention Devontae Smith and 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 Brown. AJ Brown. I mean mm-hmm. that team, those weapons. And by the way, Dallas Goddard is going to come back. He's going yeah. to be back in a week or two, so they're they're getting healthier too at the right, right time. But for me, it's it's not just the stats; it's it's when those stats occur. Right, Mark Purdy is a good story, and I think that uh, I think he's going to be a, a good quarterback in this league for a very long time. I do think that you have seen um, that he's he he's elevated because of his team. That's not his fault. I don't think he elevates his team. Mm. I think Jalen Hurts does. Got you. Okay. No, I mean that's 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 valid. I mean, I think that what we saw from Hurts in the in the in the Super Bowl game was incredible. Um, if he faces anybody other than 15, he's a world champion today. 
Um, and mm-hmm. once again, that that's that's not a prediction. <laughs> that's a spoiler. So I, I I'm totally with you on that. Um, but I do I just think that when you and once again, people know how I feel about our running backs. Um, I I I, I felt like in my in my in my much thinner days, that's the position I wanted to play. <laughs> um, I I just I've always loved that position. I just feel like you know to make someone dance like Barry Sanders or like the Lashawn McCoy's of the world, like that that was always something I wanted to do. Um, but then I became a lineman. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I just think to me, um, McCaffrey is—he's he's so dominant. He's, he's so good. He's, he's so good. He's so good. And they—they they have the best left tackle, just Orlando Brown and Trent Williams. He's—he's—he's—he's he's, 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 he's so good as well. Um, and yeah, and once again, they have an elite play caller in Kyle Shanahan. And I just think to me. Um, it's sometimes, you know, they, they, they've been through their lumps the last few years, right? They lose, yeah. they lose to Kansas City a few years ago. Um, and once again, that's part of this story, too. It's, it's just like, yo, we had this. We were we were overthrown past to Emmanuel Sanders away from being a world champion. People forget that because, you know, why should you remember that? I'm, I'm weird that I remember shit like that. But if you don't, if you don't, if you don't overthrow Emmanuel Sanders in Super 54, you're a real world champion. So also they're they are they're a Bryce Young number one overall selection and a uh a, a lucky that they fell into Brock Purdy away from uh, being a team that would be committed like one of the biggest draft busts in recent memory and but, derailing their franchise because but, that Trey Lance that Trey Lance pick was bad but, but they got they got lucky with Brock Purdy um in 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 the name of redemption I think the Eagles beat the, the Niners and I think that uh, it, it, you know. If the Super Bowl was played today, I think the Eagles beat the Chiefs. And I, yeah. I, listen, I think that the AFC is Mahomes for uh, until further notice. But you get those two teams in the Super Bowl again this year. I don't. I, I think Kansas City's defense is better than it was last year, but Philly's offense is way better than it was yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just like um, I mean, yeah, I mean. The rematch would make sense for so many, so many reasons, but um, which we're, I mean, we're probably on that collision course if we're being honest. But um, I just, um, I'd, I'd even be cool with with Philly Baltimore. I'd be cool with that too. I think I think that would be, you know, uh, black quarterbacks again, two black quarterbacks again leading the way, coming a long way from when we never thought you would see two black quarterbacks in. Yeah, uh, the start the starting lineups for for a Super Bowl led team. So. Uh, that that would be dope, but um, I I would love to see how they would try to stop Lamar, and if, 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 they got a hell of a defensive line too. But we we see Lamar make people look foolish on the field. Um, oh yeah, I, I I would love to see that on, on that stage. It'd be great. So that's the list we have. We have the uh, at one the Eagles, two the Niners, three the Chiefs, Ravens at four, Cowboys at five, Dolphins at six. Jags at seven, Lions at eight, Steelers at nine, Broncos at ten, and the Seahawks not even mentioned as contenders. So again, you know, Ray, we we made it through, right? Yeah. I think we, I think we did a serviceable job. We put we we put the guys over. We made sure that everyone knows <laughs> that we're the, we're just the jobbers in here. Yeah. Uh, right. But if you don't like the list, don't shoot the messengers. We're just delivering the news. We don't make the news. For my guy, Ray Sean Buchanan, <laughs> this is Mike Marcangelo saying we'll talk to you next week.
Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that no, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.